guys, it's Michelle, Leah, and Brandy, and this is Spooky Shit and Tales from the Beyond. So this week we're going to be talking about castles, haunted castles. I'm going to be starting it off with the Leap Castle. Then I'm going to talk about the Montebello Castle. And then I'm going to be talking about Casa Loma. Alrighty. If you guys hear any noises by the in the background, like we're still going through the same heat wave we were going through last week. It so. might be worse now, actually. I think it's hotter. We have three fans it's on right now. It feels hotter. Yeah. yeah, it feels awful. We have three fans on. Uh, the ceiling fans on. We have the door kind of open. So you actually have four fans on, counting the ceiling fan. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so bear with us. Yeah. If it sounds like we're being abducted by aliens, we're not. We're not. It's not this fans. time, at least. All right, so I'm going to be talking about the Leap Castle in Ireland. This is my second Irish castle, actually. Valley Galley. Yeah, I talked about the Valley Galley Castle before in our St. Patrick's Day in the Rat Boys because his name was Valley Galley. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't oh. here for them. Anytime Brandy's the not boys. here, you're like, oh, it's more I remember memorable. It <laughs> I guess, damn, it'd be like, I no. know, that was like a self-burn when you said it, Brandy. <laughs> no, it's because the name Valley Galley, I feel like that's an easy it's one. It's a good name. Yeah, that's an easy one for me to remember. Yeah. It's stuck. Whatever. <laughs> don't, don't get hurt. Are we doing therapy already? It's no. like one minute. I'm chilling. Very good therapy already. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Leap Castle has. <laughs> anyway. Not Any- Brandy. <laughs> Every time, Brandy, I swear to God. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Anyway, Leap Castle has likely been around since 1250, which I think may just be the oldest place I've ever talked about. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm forgetting anything, but 1250, that's like. Almost a thousand, I think, eight hundred years ago. Wasn't the female serial killer you talked about? She was from like the fifteen hundred. I believe Elizabeth Bathory is the fifteen yeah. hundred. Okay, so yep, this is the most ancient Mine's thing. Yeah, almost as long as yours. Really? Thirteen. Oh my Whoa. god, ours are old as shit. <laughs> Mine's from the nineteen hundreds. Oh, boring. <laughs> so it was built by the O'Bannon clan. Everyone's names have O at the beginning. It's very old Irish. O'Bailey. O'Bailey. O'Reilly. Exactly. Auto parts. <laughs> Wham! Wait, Michelle, don't you remember when we, um, during that episode, um, I told you that the five family names in Ireland, it's literally like O'Reilly, O'Bailey. Mm-hmm. Four of the names were O somethings, and then there was one that was just like a random S last name. Remember? Vaguely. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember the one that was random? That's kind of fucked up. But yeah. You would think it would be unique. <laughs> it was built by the O'Bannon clan, but it was reclaimed by the O'Carrolls, who were the ruling clan of the area in 1557. O'Carrolls, O'Carrolls. No, that sounds too much like the first episode. And I was like, the O'Cake, the O'Carroll. Awkward. Yeah, don't listen to that episode. You don't need to understand the reference. <laughs> yeah. So the castles had some pretty crazy things happen to it. The first like weirder thing I could tell was in 1513 and an earl tried to seize the castle and was unsuccessful but three years later he tried again and was able to partly demolish the entire castle he still didn't get control of it though dumb bitch (laughs) so the castle was passed down from father to son over generations with murders being committed by members of the family or opposition in an effort to gain control of it in 1532 following the death of the patriarch Mulrooney is that not a very old Irish name it's I like, like M U L R O O N E. Oh, Maroonie. Sorry, Irish <laughs> listeners. I think we actually have a couple. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, following his death, a fight began over who would rule the castle now and ignited a rivalry between two brothers. It's said that one of the brothers was a priest, and one day while holding a mass for some family, the other brother came into the chapel, stabbed the priest's brother with a sword, and killed him. Yeah. The priest fell across the altar and died in front of his family gathered there, and it's now nicknamed the Bloody Chapel. That kind of is giving me, like, Game of Thrones vibes. Like, Dude, the Red Wedding. Yeah, I read that. I honestly didn't start researching this till this afternoon. Because I read a little bit about last night, and I was like, oh, this seems like it'll be interesting to talk mm-hmm. about. And I read that while we were in the car wash, and I was like, Robert, Robert, listen to this. <laughs> and then I told him another. It's just a lot of weird shit happens here. It's good. Makes for a haunted place. Big true. So I read another story of 40 members of the McMahon. Uh, McMahon? McMahon! Sure. Family. And they were invited by the O'Carrolls to celebrate a victory of rivals at a feast. The McMahons were hired by the O'Carrolls to train them in warfare, so they played a big part in this victory. What they did know is that all of their food at the feast had been poisoned, so the O'Carrolls couldn't pay them. It said that the ghost of this family still haunts the ground. So what were you saying about Game of Thrones? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, literally my hands were just in the air as Michelle was explaining that. I'm like, Should uh, that, that is... The white monkey or whatever it is? It's like, oh, uh, the meme. <laughs> I yeah. thought you were trying to. What's it? I thought you were gonna try to reference like the Red Wedding, like the name of it in Game of Thrones, oh. and then you're like the White Monkey, and I was like, that's not what it's called. <laughs> Damn. I know you mentioned Game of Thrones, and I was like, hold on. <laughs> that's why. That's why they say keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Really? They were friends with them. They're like, after they won their battle thing, they're like, oh fuck, we have to pay you guys. Just poison them. It's whatever. I think I only read that one source, but I'm gonna go ahead and believe it because it was a it was the stories in here are crazy. Yeah, I would believe it. There, I mean, they sound like bad shit. In 1659, the castle passed over to ownership of the Darby family by marriage. During this time, seances were held in the castle by a woman named Mildred Darby, who wrote gothic novels. This led to becoming a well-known spot for ghosts and haunting. In 1922, a large part of the castle was burned down during the Irish Civil War. I read one thing that speculated that maybe they burned part of it down themselves for insurance, and another that, like, was saying basically all the local people fucking hated them and burned it down. (laughs) But anyway. (laughs) Down with the monarchy. Basically. (laughs) So, sometime in the 1900s, restoration work was being done to the castle, and workers found an word I didn't Google. Let's see how this (laughs) goes. Uh, Obliette? Maybe? Obliette? Probably Obliette. I think it's like French, so. Yeah, it looks French. I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be able to pronounce it no matter what. Yeah, I ain't even gonna try. No. <laughs> I ain't even gonna look. So, the workers found an ob- I forgot how I said it was. Obliette? Obliette behind a wall in the castle's chapel. So, an Obliette, or whatever they're called. Am I boring you, no, Brandy? No, I'm just tired. That's why I drank a Red Bull. You're like, I hate this French speak. No. So, an obliette is basically like a small hidden dungeon only accessible from a small hole or hatch on the top. At the bottom of the obliette, they found a series of sharp wooden spikes that were surrounded by skeletons. Whoa! Is that not fucking insane? That's some shit you'd see in a movie. Right? So, it's believed that it was made by the O'Carrolls. O'Carrolls, I forgot what I'm saying. <laughs> and they would drop guests down from a trapdoor eight feet to be impaled by the spikes below. That's a horrible, horrible, horrible death. That probably did not kill them instantly, no, it too. Didn't. Especially there's other bodies in there. Aww. Like, oh, fuck. God damn, that's fucking cruel. This I can see why, up, I can see why um, the people burnt down part of the castle. Damn, there true. was some horrible people living there. Big true. 
But while going through all this, they also found a pocket watch from the mid-1800s, which suggested that the Darbys had also used this thing to kill people as well. So, so I guess they, like, sold the house, and they're like, so we have this great torture thing, if you guys are interested. And they're like, oh, sick, thanks. <laughs> or they found it by accident. True. They pull the lever on, like, one of their family members, and then down go him and his pocket Aww. watch. <laughs> I'm imagining a lever, like, in a... What's it called? Emperor's New Groove. Pull the lever, Wrong lever. So, yeah, they found the pocket watch in the 1800s. And then while cleaning out, like, this little area, who I'm not going to try to pronounce again, it took them three cartloads to get rid of all the bones that were down there. It's a lot of fucking bones. So we, did they have a body count? No body count. Because it had been, like, hundreds of years for some of these. Like, oh. it's probably just bones scattered everywhere. Uh-huh. And to think of three cartloads for skeletons, not that much. For loose bones, that's a lot of uh-huh. loose bones. Ew. It's really gross. So there's really, like, no fucking way this castle could not be haunted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the stuff I've told you. So let me get to some of the supernatural stuff people reported and the ghosties. I like how yours has, your story actually has a lot of, like, history on it. Like, a lot of... I wasn't of, expecting it. Yeah, a lot of haunted houses and you know castles place like that they're like it's, we don't know why yeah it's a lot of hearsay and you're like it's just so spooky and then you try to find one ghost story and there's nothing they okay. just think it looks scary but despite all this like all these background stories a lot of the ghost stories are not even from the east <laughs> they have nothing to do with them yeah like that one family that all got poisoned there was i only saw that one thing and there's like sometimes people see the ghost okay. Like, oh, okay sometimes people see that ghost okay Alright, so some general haunting stuff includes doors slamming on their own, footsteps in the middle of the night, voices talking, and pictures being removed from the walls. You know, the usual. Yeah. For ghosts, I'll start off with a less exciting one. So, there's reports of an old man being spotted sitting in an armchair in front of the main hall fireplace. No idea who he is or how or when he died. There's another one with very little detail, who I saw just referred to as the murdered woman. It's be- woman. There's one. Okay. You said I said it like plural. It's believed her death was sometimes in the 1500s. She only appears for a second wearing ripped clothing. You can hear her scream twice before she disappears. There's another woman who will touch visitors of the castle, but they say she doesn't seem scary and she has, like, a nicer presence. So, two of the ghosts are little girls from the 1600s, sister Charlotte and Emily, who are seen running up and down the spiral staircase. It's said that Emily died when she fell off the top of a castle tower when she was only 11, and people can actually see her ghost falling off, and her sister's ghost running after her and yelling her name. Damn, that's kind of traumatic. It's fucked up. So, it's not known what happened to Charlotte, but some have reported seeing her ghost drag a deformed leg behind her as she plays. I don't know if that means, like, her leg got fucked up and she died, or, like, she was, maybe she was, like, disabled or something, and they're just being rude about it. Or maybe she also fell and her leg got fucked. after her? Maybe. So, sometimes seen with the girls is the ghost of a governess who's just chills around them and watches them as their eternal nanny. As a governess? It's like a nanny. Oh, okay. Basically, the worst afterlife is just being a nanny forever, watching this 11-year-old girl fall off the tower and be like, oh, God, here she goes again. And I can't stop it. It's like (laughs) Groundhog's Day. Basically. So, in the Bloody Chapel, where the priest was killed by his brother during... I was gonna just do too long of a summary there. In the Bloody Chapel, where the priest was killed by his brother, people have seen a spirit of the priest standing in the doorway. It's also said that sometimes at night you can see light streaming in from the empty windows or smell burning rubber. 
I don't know where the rubber would be. It was like in the 16 or 1500s. No idea what that's about. <laughs> they had like tires on their horse-drawn chariot. Yeah. Chariot? Chariots? Yeah. <laughs> I think I was mixing up like, I started to say cars and then I mixed it with chariots and I got chariots. Chariots. Carry it was on. like a healthy snack. Carry on. What's up, Doc? Oh, <laughs> it took me a second to be like, what did you just say? It's because it sounded like carrots. It did sound like carrots. Bunny. Wow. Alrighty then. That was funny. So there's. A- <laughs> Sorry, I like to use that. <laughs> there was also a priest's house on the property, and inside there are said to be hauntings as well. That woman, Mildred Darby, that I talked about earlier, she wrote, quote, There's something heavy that lies on people's beds and snores, and they feel the weight of a great body pressing against them in a room in the priest's house. Which sounds like sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. But could also be a dead ghost. Dead person who is now a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't dead say. Ghost. A dead ghost. They're really dead. They're, they're life <laughs> Super dead. <laughs> she... <laughs> She also wrote of the spirit of a monk who would walk in through a window in the house and out another window. And he even had, like, the whole circle bald haircut thing and everything. Oh. There's a name for it, he, but he, I figured I'd pronounce it wrong. He kept that style in the afterlife. Mm-hmm. Nice. He loved That's it. Fun. So the castle also has a red lady, similar to a hey, white lady. The white lady. <laughs> I think she's covered her. in blood. Yeah. I mean, I, almost. <laughs> is it weird I have a white lady in mind, too? Oh, I thought you meant like there's a white woman in your story. Oh, like, really white. And I was like, what do you mean? No, that's I mean, so weird. I have a ghost called the white lady, not just a white woman in my story. I said the same thing whenever we were talking about the cemetery episode, and I was trying to say, uh, like, the white lady. What is it called? It's not called a white lady. It's called the white lady. The lady in white. That was it. <laughs> and, I, and I kept saying the white lady. <laughs> Mine said, in my story, the articles I read just refer to it as the white lady. But they mean the lady in white. Yeah. Mm. Whatever. So. <laughs> Not the Caucasian woman. Yeah. The Caucasian lady. <laughs> the lady in Caucasian. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like she's wearing someone's skin. <laughs> oh. Okay. Little skin suit but action. Dark. <laughs> That's not what I was picturing, but okay. Whoops. So the castle has a red lady, which according to Wikipedia is similar to the white lady, but more specifically attributed to a jilted lover, prostitutes killed in a fit of passion, or a woman of vanity. You'd probably, it's such dramatic descriptions. <laughs> You'd probably never guess this, but they were red. That's why they called it red lady. I know, oh. I know, you guys calm down. Please I'm stop sure. freaking out. Brandy, did you shit your pants? Almost. Okay. <laughs> so that was just me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's reported that this, <laughs> you're welcome for the shit joke. <laughs> That's pretty shitty. You got me. <laughs> I'm gonna plug everything. <laughs> We're done here. You can leave. <laughs> it's reported that this woman walks around the castle while holding a dagger in her raised hand. Mm. Like, kind of, like, threatening in a way. Just a little. Just, just a little bit. Just a fucking yeah. knife at eye level. But she's described as being beautiful with brown hair and wearing a long red dress. There's a couple stories behind this ghost, and uh, one is that she was captured by the O'Carrolls, where she was then raped and became pregnant. In this story, right after giving birth, her baby was killed in front of her, and she was so distraught that she grabbed the knife and used it to kill herself. Damn gross same. That's pretty shitty. It's brutal. Another one I read describes two members of the family fighting over her, and she fled away from them. So, like, fighting over her against her consent, I guess. I don't know, it's gross. Um, but the two family members then caught up to her and killed her by stabbing. 
Jeez. So either way, um, the stories of this woman are not pleasant. Yeah, it's pretty shitty. I would also be carrying around a dagger. If yeah, this to me. you might just be protecting yourself. Right. So one of the creepiest things I read about in the castle is a spirit who I believe is referred to as it or the elemental. Mm. Some people believe that this entity was put on the land by druids before the castle was even built to protect their sacred site for like performing magic. Others believe it has been placed by, placed there by an invading force to burn the castle from the inside. It could even be an older O'Corral who had leprosy, which would explain its appearance, which I'm going to get to. So it's described as, and this is by Mildred Darby again. She's just, she's all over it. Uh, it's described as being about the size of a sheep with a human face and black holes for its eyes and nose. It gave off the smell of a rotting corpse and has a menacing presence. But thankfully, it only makes itself known to people who provoke it. But Whoa. the the black holes for its eyes and nose, that's a nose. Yeah. I, I know she says the size of a sheep, but I'm imagining a sheep with a human face. Have, you, <laughs> have you tried to like search an image of that? Uh, I don't know if I want to. I'd be interested. <laughs> yeah, I'd be interested to see kind of like how people have drawn that out. True. I'll look it up while you guys are talking. I'm sure you'll post it for the Instagram too. Yeah, if I'm able to find it. So after being partially destroyed in 1922, the castle was abandoned for 50 years until in 1974 it was bought by a historian who worked on restoring the castle before his death in 1989. Since 1991, it has been owned by musician Sean Ryan and his wife Anne, who continue the restoration work. The couple believe that there are ghosts in, his, in their home, but they also believe that the ghosts have a right to stay there, so they all just kind of coexist together in this castle. And I guess that you could actually contact Sean directly and you could request a private tour. Really? Yeah, so when are we going to Ireland? Wow, that's sick. Is he in like a Irish rock band or something? I don't know. He, just... His name was not clickable, so he doesn't have a Wikipedia at least. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe a smaller local musician? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that's my story. I liked all the history on yours. That was really interesting. The history was more interesting than the ghost. I yeah. was like, holy shit. I know, that's cool. That's usually, it's the opposite. Right? Okay. Now, Brandy? So, I'm going to talk about the Montebello Castle. The castle is located, guess where? Spain. I felt so on the spot. I couldn't think of literally anywhere in the world. Ireland. <laughs> Ireland! It lives across the street as my castle. No. Montebello? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know for sure if that was a place. <laughs> the castle is located in the Montebello. I'm gonna fuck this up. Let's go. Di Torriana, Italy. Oh, it's Italy. in Italy. Why Italy. do I always have to do that? It's a I like how you do the hand. I do. I do the too. hand thing. You guys can't see, but I'm doing that. <laughs> it's a pizzeria. <laughs> this is why no one from Italy listens to us. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> um. They. Just a little fun fact. It was turned into a museum in the 1990s. Oh, okay. I love a haunted castle turned into a museum. It's cool, bro. <laughs> um, the castle is available for a daytime tour in which you get the historical background of the architect structure, see all the rooms, and you can admire furniture ranging from the 1300s to the 1800s. That's old, too. Yeah, it was built in the, the early 1300s. Got you beat by a century. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> Whatever. Um, they also offer night tours, which they say are not suitable for children. Like, literally, the not is in capital. Is capitalized. Oh, I, wanna go I was to like, ooh, ooh, we're going to go. I like the sound of that. Next time, we're all three in Italy together. 
because we frequent Italy, you guys yeah, live a lot. Yeah, we, we just travel so much. Yeah, like, this, we just happen to this this podcast really pays us well. <laughs> just kidding, we don't make any any money yet. We're losing money. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say I read on their website that they quote neglect the history, the architecture, and the many antidotes related to the castle. They mainly deal with the paranormal aspect of the fortress. Oh, so they don't like to talk about the past? I think. Well, they do. Like they, they talk about like the dark. Was it dark ages? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I think I'm so. They, they pretty much just make it spoo- a spooky tour. Oh, so mm-hmm. they they get their tourism off of it being scary. Yes. Okay, gotcha. I thought you meant they don't talk about their past. They don't want to talk about ghosts. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So now let's get to the good stuff. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. I'm going to tell you about the legend of Azurina. I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing it wrong, but whatever. Azurina. Azurina. Oh, God. <laughs> what are you going to say, Layla? It's an Italy. <laughs> I don't know why I just do the hand thing automatically. It's good that we're not filming this, is all I can say. <laughs> I just upload on our Instagram, like, a boomerang of me going... <laughs> Everyone immediately unfollows us. <laughs> Azurina. The legend of Azurina... Asurina, which is based on a true story. Ooh, or so we think. Okay. So the story goes the daughter of Yusioni de Montebello. Yusioni. Her name is. I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing it wrong, but yeah. Yusioni. Say it like you're at a pizzeria. No. That's me. I'm so sorry, Italians. Um, well, yeah, he was obviously the owner of the castle. Okay. And he had a little girl named... I found different reports. It was either Adelina or Gwendolina. Oh. Well, anyway, she was born with albinism. Did oh. Did I pronounce that right? I think so. She uh, had... She was albino? She was albino? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she had. A she list. was a had a. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the way to like say that correctly too. I, was like, uh, I think it's a person with albinism. You're not supposed to say albino. Oh, oh really? You're not supposed to be like, oh, he's an albino. Because it's not like I didn't know that. I watched a video on it recently. Um, that makes sense. People with albinism straight up get like hunted in some places because yeah, people bro. probably in other places in the world too. That's gross. People think that their body parts can be used. That's oh, gross. Brandy, you're probably gonna get to something similar. You look shocked. Well, I was gonna say at the time, at that time in history, albinism was seen as a direct connection with demonic acts. Um, so the so naturally there were rumors going around. Oh, so yeah, they yeah. pretty much like were calling her mom like a witch. They were like accusing her of cheating on like the dad and with the devil or what? Yeah, pretty oh, yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, just some other like. I think he was a guard. I guess there was a guard that looked a lot like her um, because she was born with really light skin and um, blue eyes, like pretty bright blue eyes. Mm-hmm. I guess there was a guy that like maybe had skipped a couple of like generations. Well, I don't know because I should mention that or maybe Yusioni and his wife had a dark, had like really dark hair and were of a darker complexion. They're very Italian looking. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and they also had really dark eyes. Okay. So like when she came out, I was like, what she got all those recessive genes for no reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
also because of all these rumors, um, her mother tried to dye her hair with like, like herbs and stuff. They tried to dye it black pretty Berries. much. I love hearing about like dyeing hair and makeup and stuff like back in the day and like, they used a con- concoction of berries and <laughs> I'm like wow no, that's pretty, hardcore. Pretty much though like they use herbs and stuff. She probably had like blue hair. She's probably like a hardcore scene girl. Dude why are you like this? <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. I just relate. Why do you like this? Why do you like this? <laughs> because you just got to ruin part of my story. So Bernie, for once, is oh. doing the best time speaking, and you're just gonna That's ruin true. it. You can start the paragraph. Yeah, you've been, <laughs> you've been speaking super well. Bernie's redemption round. Go again. Uh, anyway, so her mother would try to dye her hair, but because it was so um, like light, the color wouldn't stick, and actually ended up a shade of blue. <laughs> oh, that's why you hated me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was because I called her a scene kid. No. And that's how she earned the nickname Azurina, which is a spin of the name Azura, meaning Azure slash sky blue in Italian. Oh, cool. So since dyeing her hair wasn't really working, I mean, she stood out more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, her father assigned two trusted guards, Dominicio and Ruguro. Um, to watch her around the clock. And he also, like, stopped letting her out of the castle to minimize the risks of contact with the locals. That Aww. sucks for so her. pretty much, yeah, locked her away. Oh my god. Basically. That's like, actually Rapunzel. really sad. Yeah. <laughs> with her blue braid and yeah. going down. <laughs> uh, so according to the story, on June 21st, 1375, the day of the summer solstice, Azurina was playing with the ball during a storm, and I guess Domincio and Ruguro got distracted for a second while she played by the stairs leading down to the castle's underground cold cellar. That was such a run-on sentence. And that also sounded very ominous. Of course, there's that fucking cellar right there. <laughs> well, legend has it that her ball rolled down the stairs, and she went after it, but ended up tumbling down, and the guards heard her scream. So they ran down the stairs to like you know see what happened yeah. but found no trace of her or the ball what wait is there is there more I mean, is there wait, more to the story I mean, let's listen what the <laughs> <laughs> uh, they say her spirit remains trapped inside the castle and that it comes back every five years aka every summer solstice to be heard wait they never found her again never they never found no trace How of her what is that do you think someone snapped her Snapped her? I'll Napped her. Kidnapped. <laughs> uh, okay. I'll get to that. Oh my god. What the? Um, there supposedly has been various accounts of strange noises being heard during the night of the summer solstice. Some researchers of the paranormal... Noble? Paranormal. <laughs> paranormal have actually recorded audio and come across one particular sound that I guess other researchers have also recorded. Okay. So, like, I guess they all... Different researchers have gone and recorded it and they all get, like, the, the same, same recording. Noise. But, um, they just referred to it as a sound. Because I guess whoever... Different people did said different oh. things. It's kind of just, like, a random noise. Kind of. But depending on who you ask, you get a different answer. Some say they hear a cry of a child. Mm-hmm. Some say they hear a laugh. Some say they hear a voice that, quote, does not feel anything human. Oh, Ew. I don't like that description. Yeah, and 
Of course, there's others who hear nothing but just ambient noise. Yeah. So they're all, or like a majority of them do think it's like kind of a person almost. Um, but I did hear this little, like, what they think happened was that the dad, like, hated the rumors and he actually didn't like her. <gasps> and what they think happened is, like, the bodyguards were, oh, I forgot to mention that he actually killed the bodyguards for failing to, like, protect Ooh, his daughter. fuck. But what some people think, um, because this was all told, like, orally for the mm-hmm. longest time, so obviously it could have been, like, skewed or... Like a little game of telephone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's what they compare it to. Um, but basically what some people think really happened is, um, yeah, he just hated how, you know... People talk shit. Yeah, talk shit and the association, so he actually killed her and then killed the bodyguard, so, like, there were no witnesses. <gasps> it's a government cover-up, just like last week. Or two weeks ago, I don't know when I'm going to release this. <laughs> I guess. That's not a very common, like, a... Theory? Yeah. Okay. But it was just one I found that I was like, what? It's very interesting theory, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn, that's crazy. It's it's definitely worth mentioning. Yes. If that's true, that's really, really sad. Very sad. I was like, damn, bro. She um, can't help him? I know. But I also want to note, mention that there's actually a horror movie about the legend. What? That was directed by Giacomo Franciosa? I feel like that was a fairly good pronunciation. Thank yeah. <laughs> in which during filming, strange, strange, <laughs> in which during filming, strange events happened, and the director even suffered from an inexplicable illness. Oh, I there. a cursed film. Basically, <gasps> they just had like random shit was happening. She was she got like really sick. It was a fever, and it came out. Pretty recently, 2018. Really? Well, I don't think I mentioned, but they filmed it inside the castle. (gasps) Yeah, I love that shit. (laughs) I was like, so they filmed it at a haunted place, pretty much. I want to watch the movie. Is it in Italian? Probably. Subtitles. Yeah, we can probably (laughs) find something with subtitles. I think it's on Amazon Prime. I think that I have Amazon Prime. But yeah, that's the story and the legend of Azarina sad. That is really sad. I wasn't expecting still this little girl who couldn't help that she was born with albinism may have gotten murdered by her father. Maybe. Possibly. Just maybe. I mean, it just doesn't make sense either. Like how they heard her fall down the stairs, but then they go look and she's nowhere to be seen. Unless there was a trap door. Like mine with spikes. <laughs> they didn't know about it. True. Oh, or the guard. I was gonna say, or he like told the guards like don't tell anyone that you saw her blah 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 and then he also killed them to keep them quiet what's that what's that Pretty Little little Liar song where like two can keep a secret if one of them is dead that's true (laughs) in fact they can well three can keep a secret if one of them two of them are dead I ruined it (laughs) well yeah I'm glad I'm going last because I I honestly feel like after talking after listening to you guys talk about yours Mine is like the most anticlimactic. I there's you guys definitely can turn it off now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it's definitely interesting enough to listen to and it's not gonna be very long. But there is something really cool that I'm gonna reveal at the end. Okay. I'm sure you're gonna love it. Alright. Okay. So <laughs> you'll you'll understand why. You'll understand why. Just just bear with me. So I'll be talking about Casa Loma, which is technically categorized as a mansion, 
but to me it looks way more like a castle and actually a man um a mega mansion is classified as a an estate that's over twenty thousand feet like big square feet big and uh it's literally 64,000 square feet. Right. So to me, like, it sounds like it could be a castle. I don't really know the distinction, but... Future me, write down in your notes that we should do a Haunted Mansion episode. Yeah. So, Casa Loma was featured on a list called, quote, the 10 most haunted castles in the world. Aren't they all? Yeah. I was gonna <laughs> ask, did either of you guys find your castle on that list, too? So, whenever I did Bally Galley on the St. Patrick's Day one, it was, like, the most haunted one in Ireland. And then I looked up this new one in Ireland, and they're, like, the most haunted one in Ireland. And I was like, bro. But this yeah. one does sound more haunted. Sorry, Bally Galley. There's two. <laughs> <laughs> so, and the more I got looking at pictures of it, the more Casa Loma seemed familiar somehow. And, um, like I said, you're just gonna have to hang in there until the end before the big reveal on why it looks so familiar. Okay. Just wait. Bear with me. I had to put it at the end so you guys want to listen to the rest of my story, so you have to. Because I mean, could just keep it. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> mostly, yeah, mostly for Michelle and Brandy so they don't tune out completely. <laughs> but yeah, if you guys want to skip. I'm curious as to why we would tune out if you mentioned what this castle was. Don't give me a hint, just go. I like surprises. I want well, these kind, of these, these kind of surprises. Oh, do you? Minimal effort ones where it's just like, oh, I don't know what I'm gonna listen to. Yeah, not real surprises. <laughs> So, Casa Loma is 64,000 square feet inside, and the grounds itself are 340,000 square feet. It's literally fucking huge. Michelle, how large is your apartment? 700 square feet? 800. 800 square feet. Literally, the inside is 64,000. I'm not going to do the math because... Terrible. I, Brandy? Yeah. I was going to say 64,000. <laughs> Divided by 800. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's 80 yeah. of your apartment. Okay. So 80 of my apartment. Yes. So the in- I thought it'd be more. Yeah, so the indoor part. <laughs> you thought it'd be more? The indoor, <laughs> just the just the interior of the house was 80 of Michelle's apartments, which is crazy. And then not to mention 340,000 square feet I love of outdoor areas, I like love- gardens and everything. We compare everything to the size of my apartment. Yeah. Like everyone who listens has been oh, to my apartment. <laughs> Michelle's apartment is 800 square feet. Just I like to how you picture. know that. I wouldn't know that. Because it was one of the things that whenever I was, like, first looking at it, I was, like, 800. Leah's is, like, 500. <laughs> Loser. Mine was <laughs> 594 and now it's 700. So, upgraded. Anyway, so it's literally uh, gigantic, like I said. And I suppose the reason why it's not considered a castle, um, maybe it's just because the time period is built in. And it was built to function as a private private home, not as, like, a fortress or, like, anything like Michelle or Brandy stories. <laughs> So Casa Loma is a Gothic Revival-style mansion in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. It was built between 1911 and 1914 to wealthy financier Sir Henry Pellet. Pellet. <laughs> Pellet. <laughs> what exactly a finan- financier does, I'm not exactly sure, but I want to imagine it's something like the 1900s way of saying investor. I feel like in a lot of stories where we talk about like haunted hotels, haunted you know, I don't know. I just Everything. feel like, yeah, I feel like anything from like the 1900s are like, oh, he was a wealthy financier. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that means. I know. So the home has a whopping 98 rooms. And at the time it was <laughs> built was the largest private residence in Canada. Damn. The home had many things that people couldn't even dream of having for themselves in the early 1900s. This included an elevator, an oven large enough to cook an ox. And that's what it said on the Wikipedia page. I thought that was I've very always, specific. I've always wanted an oven big enough to cook yeah. an ox. Yeah. <laughs> A point of reference. Yeah. Um, two vertical passageways. This is another thing right on Wikipedia. Two vertical passageways large enough 
for pipe organs. And I was like, what do they mean pipe organs? I was thinking in my dumbass head, like, I was thinking like the Scottish, like, uh, bagpipes. Bagpipes. And I was like, what do you mean? That's not even that big. And then I realized that uh, I searched pipe organs. And if you guys aren't familiar, if you guys have seen Pirates of the Caribbean, if you remember Davy Jones, like the half, like octopus, half human dead captain it was that yeah it was that big ass um like sort of piano looking thing he would play that was like connected to the wall that's a pipe organ there's one about boa park in san diego if we have any local listeners oh that's cool (laughs) the right the organ pavilion is not i haven't been there so i don't know but may or may not be true i just got a campaign i can't continue talking (laughs) google and find out for yourself so (laughs) giving out homework now (laughs) jeez Okay. I ain't gonna do it so you look if you If you like to go Google it yourself. So, also, there's two secret passageways, Love a pool, and three bowling alleys in the basement. And this is in the early the 1900s. <laughs> oh, well, by basement, I don't think it's some murky basement. I think it's just like the no bottom alley level. room with a pool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, do they have to manually set up their bowling pins every game? probably have fucking people to do it to be honest michelle like true i don't that's my job <laughs> yeah so today to today's standards this might just seem like any celebrity owned mega mansion <laughs> except um sir henry obviously forgot to build a basketball court and said there some other amenities that people might have i know some other people might have today did you uh, even have a chapel might not have a chapel i don't think this is the chapel he might have not have been religious i don't know <laughs> brandy leah's is not a chapel you know it's embarrassing <laughs> but technically it's just a mansion not a castle so i didn't break. mind how the chapel and it was turned into a like a it's a bar now bar says <laughs> hey, sir henry could never <laughs> <laughs> So the house at the time cost $3.5 million to make and took 299 workers three years to build. God. Also, part of me, like, it bothers me, my OCD, that instead of having 300 employees, he just had 299. Like, I, I just can't with that number. So according to... not really have OCD. I don't, yeah. But it, bo- like, it bothers why? me that they didn't just get another employee, so it's a yeah. pretty little 300. That was too much, Leo. That was too expensive. I, I don't ever because every time people say OCD to me, I think that they're being serious, and I'm like, oh really? And they're like, oh, um, actually, and I'm like, oh. What, what would you, you call that it. then? Uh, just say it bugs you. It's just, <laughs> it's just something that you think is weird. You're perfectionist. <laughs> your perfectionism. It bothers my perfectionism. I'm made, I'm made a new word. Or just say, which really bothers me because it's not 300. It bothers. It's the same, same vibe as people it, who are like the weather cell bipolar. And I'm like, no, so, guys, it's just weather. It doesn't fit my aesthetic. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> I like the sound of that. Fancy way it, of doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't fit my aesthetic. So, according to an inflation cal- calculator, according to a few inflation calculators I use, $3.5 million is equivalent to, guess how much? How much? 16. I'm going way too high. Brandy, your turn? <laughs> guess, guess how much it's worth now. How much is worth or how much? How much $3.5 okay. million dollars is worth from 1911 to now? I'll stick with 16. Shit. Brandon, guess. Don't be shy. Just throw out a number. Shy. Don't be shy. Say a number. Four. Four. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys are both really, really wrong. So it's actually $95 million today. So if God you, damn, I if you guys was too high. Yeah, any scope on like how much money this guy had at the time, like his house is huge to at like in 1911 to be able to employ 299 people to build your house and spend that much money like insane amount you know what's weird to me i would never want to have a mansion like i don't want a big house i don't want to clean that shit i don't want to die well i don't 
murderers Michelle? hiding in the West Michelle? Wing. No. Michelle, once you find out what I'm going to drop at the end, you just might want to live there. What are you saying? I know, I know. Here? You're going to love it. Okay. You also said we won't want to listen if you say it. So I'm like, what? what? No, I'm just saying, like, that's going to be, like, the most exciting part. Okay. It's my story. water park. Yeah. No, Cross lever. <laughs> okay. So let's get to the hauntings. It's pretty minimal, so I'll just get there. Yeah, what even? How was so, it even haunted? What happened? So, Did construction? Nothing. No, nothing. <laughs> there's no. That's why I was saying I love the history on here because mine fucking has no history of anything scary. It just has like, it's haunted. It's just one of those things like it's haunted. And there's. Oh, it must have been like centuries ago on old homes that were there or some shit. Who knows? So, um, Casa Loma is known for the ghost referred to as. The white lady. I guess the leading white. Mm-hmm. Not not a white lady like myself, but like <laughs> a ghost called the white lady. The white lady is someone believed to have been a maid who worked there shortly after it was built, which just so happened to be around the same time about 60,000 people in Toronto died of influenza. However... Well, that was like 100 years ago, because now we're having our pandemic. Yeah. But however, it is not confirmed that the maid was one of those people who died. It just was around the same time. So you typically find her roaming around the second floor, but uh, but as of late, she has been seen exploring the basement. So she's gotten a little more. I was gonna say creepy until I remember that the basement has bowling alleys yeah. and a pool in it. <laughs> she's just playing. Oh, I never said the pool is in it. Oh, it's probably right. outside. But um, <laughs> indoor basement pool. <laughs> no, I think probably the basement. It's like the majority of it's like the bowling alley. Goddamn. So like any haunted place, the spooky history is very limited. Well, I I wrote this before I listened to Michelle's story, and Michelle's history is actually like very sorry, thorough yeah very thorough and leah absolutely refuses to rewrite this <laughs> refuse so um most of the information comes from that i got kind of came from like random article or word of mouth most goats most goats <laughs> most most ghosts don't get much more than a brief mention okay like the leading white that was it for her Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hers kind of reminded me in the hotels episode whenever I had that one woman who I was like, the room exploded and she went through the floor and she haunts it now. And you guys are like, oh shit, she died? And I was like, she didn't even die then. She died years later. <laughs> For real. She was so traumatized that she decided she wanted to live there after that she was, was dead. That was like yours. She was so traumatized by like that pandemic that happened. Years later, she's like, I must go back to the home. <laughs> I must haunt it. So the first owners of Casa Loma, Sir Henry and his wife Mary, were also rumored to haunt the grounds. During an outdoor event in Casa Loma Gardens, a young boy reported spotting a strange man looking up from the second floor window. Mm-hmm. Also, side note, it seems like everything really happens on the second floor. The doy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as it turns out, the second floor was locked prior to the event happening, and the description of the man that the boy gave was eerily similar to that of Sir Henry. A hotel staff member asked the boy, Do you see the... M-? I wrote hotel staff, my bad. Um, a staff member asked the boy... Do you see the man here? And the boy pointed to a framed picture of Sir Henry and said, quote, that's him. Why is he so mad? I was like, ooh. What year was this? I don't or it doesn't know. say. It doesn't say. It's, gonna, it's spotty history, no. Michelle. I was going to say, what if he was still alive and like old and senile and they just locked him up on the second floor? I'd be mad. So the ghost of a woman has been spotted on the grounds on a few occasions. She is believed to be Lady Mary, Henry's wife. So I guess at the time, like, your guy... And you're a sir, like you're you gonna be Sir, you know, Sir Henry. And then if you're married to that man, you get to be called Lady. Okay. We just had a game of thrones. Honestly. True. So at one point a paranormal team attempted to film her room and left the camera rolling as they explored other parts of the mansion. When they returned, the footage on the camera was completely wiped. 
Oh. She does not want to be on camera. She doesn't. She's shy. Camera shy. So, also at this point, I should mention that Sir Henry and his wife didn't die in the mansion. <laughs> but him. rather, they had to sell it due to financial issues. Um, I guess maybe... Too hard. Yeah, <laughs> I guess, like, building the mansion at that price, it wasn't worth it because they're having a bunch of financial issues. They moved out only a few years later. She shouldn't have dropped 100 mil on a home. For real. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's why people, um, people think that their ghosts remain due to their dissatisfaction about having to leave Casa Loma. That's really Like, they funny. loved it and they... I, I don't know, maybe they're bitter that they had to leave. So, like, we're going to go haunt this for the rest of our life. The, sorry, the rest, the, rest, the rest of our afterlife. Excuse me. It's like earlier whenever I said a dead ghost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, same thing. It just really gets to the point. Yeah. So, the tunnel leading to the castle stables is another hot spot for paranormal activity. Upon this stretch, there is a ghost that seems much more interactive with living people than the others I mentioned. It's been reported that it grabs people or pulls their hair. <laughs> Fun shit. So whether the ghost meets us in a playful way or to torment, it's pretty much unclear. Like that's all we really know about it. It just likes to grab people's hair. Or, like I'm actually you know, push like yanking the hair. Yeah, not just regular pulling. <laughs> just playfully like ripping their hair off. That's not usually playfully. I was imagining like grabbing at the scalp and pulling them back. <laughs> In a playful way. Like conjuring style? Yes. They do that. <laughs> so today, Casa Loma is owned by the city of Toronto and is regarded as a treasured heritage landmark. It's used mostly as like a tourist hotspot and venue. Okay, so the final paragraph. Well, you've all oh, been I waiting Oh, I thought you were for. done and I was like, that's it? That's what we were like waiting for? <laughs> a final reveal. So why does this mansion look so familiar to me? Well, Casa Loma has been used in a ton of popular TV shows and movies. This includes, but is not limited to, X-Men, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, Descendants, Twitches, the live-action remake of Beauty and the Beast, and, you're gonna lose it, this is it, and last but not least, it was transformed into Hogwarts for Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. You know, whenever you first said the beginning, I was like, I bet it's gonna be Harry Potter. <laughs> Look at it, now Google it. Well, I will have to roll it. Yeah, so... Uh, that's actually pretty insane. I'm gonna show you a picture before you exit so I can okay. hear you react. Whenever that's you said the cool. X-Men 2, I kind of had an image in mind. And I, I had a feeling you were gonna say Harry Potter. But only for the one movie? I guess so. But, I guess um, more there was, there also was, like, a bunch more movies, but I just put in the ones that I knew and was familiar with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, that looks like a fucking castle, too. I know. It's got, like, the little towers. Wait, let me find a picture of the snow. This literally looks like a castle. I mean, that sorry for the Hogwarts. deceiving title because it was supposed to be a castle, but... <laughs> well, it popped up in the list of castles, and then once I saw the picture of it, and then I found out about the Harry Potter fact, I just had to roll with it, honestly. Like it's basically a castle. Isn't that dope? Yeah. I'll be uploading pictures of it online. Online. Um, on Instagram, so you guys can see what it looks like. Oh, you don't follow us on Instagram? <laughs> So our Instagram, <laughs> good segue. Had a great segue. Our Instagram is Tales Round Podcast. Our email is Tales Round Podcast at gmail.com. Our website Tales Round Podcast.com. Our Twitter Spooky underscore Beyond. And thank you guys for listening. We need to go record a second episode now. Yay! The hustle never stops. <sighs> Literally, I do nothing all day, so it's fine. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Yeah. We'll see you. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Best ending ever. Bye.